Hey love, welcome to Sophie Empowers, the podcast. I'm Sophie, a mindset and business coach for busy women wanting to start their entrepreneurial journey. If you have ideas and you are wanting to turn them into a business, you are in the right place. In my podcast, I will be sharing some tips and tricks I've learned from balancing being a mom of two, a wife, a business owner, and still working my nine to five. I will also be inviting other women entrepreneurs to tell the stories and share valuable tips that can help you start and grow your business as well. Stay tuned. Today's guest is going to be Arielle Taylor. She is an ambitious, fifth-driven mother of six with a passion to inspire uplift and build other women up to follow their dream and reach their higher self in today's episode we are going to talk about mothershood uh spirituality and also business i know you guys are going to enjoy this episode make sure you stay tuned here is my interview with ariel hi ariel how are you today hi i'm well how are you I am well, thank you. So I want to thank you again um, for joining me in this podcast. And I'm really excited to hear about your life, your journey. So can you please introduce yourself? Well, my name is Ariel Taylor. Um, I am a mom of six. I'm also married. Um, not quite 30. I'm 29. <laughs> So it's like that year that a you know like like it's like oh I know it's coming but it's not here yet I'm hanging on like by a thread to my twenties I don't I don't think that I'm ever going to uh, claim any other age <laughs> but um I for me um I've been I guess I've been running my own business since I was twenty three it's been about five years um five six years and. Um, I've had my ups and downs and trials and I've started different businesses and stopped and, you know, just kind of like had my field of entrepreneurship because I didn't go to school for it. So it's been like a hard knocks learning for me um, outside of college. But, you know, as far as that, <laughs> as far as that goes, um, I, through my journey of like becoming a mother, I've become really engulfed in like women empowerment and you know like the female body and like what women go through and I had I had never thought about this you know before becoming a mother so it's just been a very interesting journey (laughs) that's nice so what got you intrigued into that female power and you know I know you said since you started children and having children but what got you started what was your trigger how did you get started I okay so I've always just been very ambitious and I'm not you know I was never trying to be like somebody's home wife um I really I didn't even want to be a wife honestly (laughs) go figure right um but growing up that wasn't my dream like I didn't have a dream of like a big wedding or to be this you know I always wanted to be like rich (laughs) I wanted to be like this powerful woman either like Oprah or like a really powerful attorney or you know like somebody who's just like in power I, I never wanted to be a Sally homemaker right and so even like when I got married I had before I got married I told my husband I said I would never stay home I'm never going to be a Sally homemaker you got me 
all the way messed up. That's just not me. I don't do that. So <laughs> when, when I got pregnant with my first child, you know, I tried to work, you know, I tried to do the work thing, but my husband is, has always been a very good provider. So I've never had to want for anything outside of him. But once we had our second, my second child, I, you know, I tried to work and it just was like, I can't, I can't. <laughs> because I also wanted to breastfeed and, you know, I wanted to go back to school and it was just other things that I wanted to do. And so I've been at home ever since my second child. And that was back in 2013. So, um, you know, like we were also, I also ended up like losing a job when I got pregnant too. And I realized that women at that time, that women, um, when you become pregnant, you're kind of like expendable if you're not like at a job that, that you've been at, like I'll have tenure or something like that. Like, so getting pregnant is a fear for some women, especially if you don't have, you know, a man or funds outside of that job. And that, that was my first trigger. That was my first, my very first trigger for female empowerment. Then while I was, um, sorry, we just ate, but <laughs> while I was pregnant with my second child, um, I was jobless and I had to go and get on, what do you, it's like, um, government assistance. And when I got on government assistance, um, I went down to, it was like this, it's like this building you have to go down to, to cut paper. Now I was pregnant. Um, I was about six months pregnant at the time. And when I got down there, I realized, oh, wow, it's a ton of pregnant women down here. <laughs> and as I began to network and talk to other women, I find out, okay, they're struggling to get a job too. So it's not just me. There's nobody trying to hire pregnant women. <laughs> And that was really hard for me because I don't have a, I, you know, my, my father passed when I was 16. So I didn't have like anybody outside of my husband to just run and ask for money. Um, my grandmother was really sick, you know, and she was like my second mom. Um, my mom was still trying to like get her life together. So I didn't have anybody that I could just, you know, go to and say, Hey, I need help. Um, so when I got down there, the part, the part where I began to realize, okay, this is a huge, huge, huge problem for us is that women are just basically being overlooked, right? You know, and this is like, nobody's talking about this. Why is there no one talking about this? Um, for me, that's the second strike. <laughs> that was the second strike for me. The third strike <laughs> was when I became a Muslim and I realized that as I um, embarked on this, you know, new journey and I began to, when I got pregnant, um, I realized that there was really no support system for pregnant women once they had to leave the mosque. Um, Cause you know, while you're pregnant. Yeah. And um, that was it. <laughs> I said, no. I'm like, as a woman, as a mother, I, I'm trying really hard to balance all of this. And there is no village. You know, there is no support for us outside of our husbands. You know, no one looks at us like we're human beings <laughs> just because we're stay-at-home wives. You know, we don't get to file taxes for the work that we do. We don't get to get anything from the labor that we put in. But, well, that's what you chose, you know? And I'm like, but... I'm a teacher, I'm a cook, I'm all of these different things, I, I homeschool. 
And so that's where I began to get really, you know, vocal about how I felt and what I wanted. And that's how Glittery Coco was born, which is one of my um, brands is female empowerment. And I'm just really pumped about this because I, I do this for women. I do this for mothers and women who have been overlooked, you know, and for kind of like it's an essentially like forgotten about. Um, a lot of female entrepreneurs are coming up in 2020 and I think it's so beautiful. So I'm going to stop rambling, but yeah, that is <laughs> how I got started. <laughs> I, I love listening to you, your story, you know, the way how you got started, which is really beautiful because like you said, a lot of women do struggle with that. I was that mom once who, you know, had, I had my first, my daughter at first and then I wasn't working as much with my daughter, but then with my son, I was pretty much working, um, pregnant, and I had to breastfeed at work. So it's, I mean, not breastfeed, I mean pump, because I breastfed my son all the time. Me too, I did that. Mm -hmm. Until he was a year and a half, I want to say, both my children. It's a struggle, you know, having to pump at work. It's it's a struggle. Um, And like you say that, you weren't meant to be a stay-at-home mom. I, I, I'm paying so much in daycare right now <laughs> because I know that I didn't want to be at home. You know, that's a choice mm-hmm. that I made. But some people feel like, you know, I might as well just stay home with all that money that I'm spending in daycare. It, it's all balanced out. It's all about the choice that you make and the way how mm-hmm. you feel like, this is not me. Yeah. I, um, I had my business too. Uh, I started my business when my I was pregnant with my son because I didn't want to be in that work environment while breastfeeding, while being pregnant. The kind of job that I had, I mean, even though that to give you accommodation, you know, quote, quote, you were still on your feet. That was the job I had back then for hours. You know, you were, you were still forced to do certain kind of work, but then they're telling you, well, that's, low intensity work but I'm like not really not for my yeah. back not for my feet so then that's when I transitioned to um I started my own business I slowed down I cut down my work hours but then I realized that I got another job because I didn't like the other job which and I love the job that I have right now I'm not ready to leave this job because I'm so attached to it but I'm still running my business on the side and all that and I love that you are speaking for these women out there who has no voice who Mm -hmm. don't feel like you know anyone is there to help yeah I love that and you said glittery cocoa it's so cute I love that name (laughs) thank you glittery cocoa um is just okay so the the it's all coming together um if you've ever caught one of our girl chat series like right now it's just all about like girl power this season um i've been doing a lot of networking and just kind of like growing the circle of womanhood because there's so many female mom entrepreneurs out here who are making it work and they're doing it and balancing being a mom being a wife you know going to school running their own business like it's so amazing to see such determination um amongst women and I think that when I started Glittery Coco at first it started out as just like oh I'm just gonna sell my art you know, cause I make, I make art, um, to inspire women to like be proud of their bodies and like, you know, after postpartum and stuff like that. 
And then I'm like, okay, this is kind of taking a life of its own. <laughs> you know, now it's become like me talking because I'm, I've always wanted to be a motivational speaker anyways, because I just feel like, you know, if I can motivate you up out of that little tiny, just for that one moment, a few words I can say to motivate you into a new space or get you, you know, like your mind into another thinking, I've done my job, you know, as who I am. You don't ever have to come back to me. Because I know that I, I have helped you some type of way. That's really what I live for. And that's what Glittery Coco um, is about. And it's just kind of like showcases all my other different creative entrepreneurial um, obsessions, like art and hair stuff and coffee mugs and things like that. So <laughs> well, tell me more. What else? What do you give me everything that you do? <laughs> <laughs> um we we have right now i'm i just released a um i'm about to re release a line of coffee mugs that are just like female empowerment sayings and cute little like um pillows for like your bed and blankets for the season um with some of my artwork on it um but the girl chat series is just a segment where it's just to show other women like you know who are in the entrepreneurial life or whatever that hey, I go through the same struggle, you know, and we can talk and kind of like share our spiritual journey or health or wellness or whatever. We play like a little game. Um, I've been thinking about adding karaoke to the segment, but <laughs> um, we just like, yeah, it's, a, it's a, I just, I want it to be fun. And so far I've been getting a lot of good feedback about it being like fun. It's just like a way to let your hair down. It's, just, it's virtual right now. Like I have big dreams for it in the future to just become something bigger th than what it is now but at first I didn't really look at it like that I just was like oh I'm just gonna sell art and that's it so <laughs> I, I love it you do have a bigger vision and then you also let your I guess your brand take its own course you know yeah well, let me see how it where it goes and then you just yeah. go with the flow it's not like you're super strict. It has to go this one way. If it doesn't go that way, that's mean it will never go any other way ever again. So, which is really, really cool. So one question mm -hmm. that I had for you, being a mom, a teacher, a homemaker, how do you balance your time, manage your time, balance it all? <laughs> um, I'm not going to lie and say that I do it all by myself because <laughs> I don't. Um, just recently in the past few years, I do have the help from my husband. <laughs> so, you know, he is a team player. I don't, I don't do this alone. Um, and then when it comes to like my businesses, I kind of like take the reign with that because it's my creative idea. But as far as with the children, you know, we have shifts, um, and we communicate. So if he's dead tired that day, then I know that I'm going to, I'm probably going to be picking up more of the slack and when I'm tired you know then it's vice versa or when like like right now when I have something going on he'll do and deal with the children and then when he has something going on I deal with the children and so it's just all a balance about literally a balancing act and communication and I also communicate with my children when I have stuff going on if I'm tired you know if I need help it's just a big it's a team it's teamwork you know because teamwork makes the dream work honestly that is the truth so and that when we yeah and when we're able to say like hey I need help or you know hey I need a nap you know I need this hour to myself I need to go for a walk I need to do this you know just being open and understanding that your partner or you know your children um we all living in this space together <laughs> and if we want to make it work then you know we're gonna have to be able to work together so that's awesome I love the teamwork part because that's 
that's how it is uh, in, in our household as well. You yeah. know, I, communication, like you said, it's it's key. You just got to let your partner know, I have this happening today. Oh, this whole week, I may be busy. Uh, yeah. you know, can you help me out picking up the slack here and there? I have my husband cutting down his gym time so that he can pick up the kid from school uh, uh, this week. And I know that the gym is very important to him. So I make sure that he get his gym time. He get what he has to do. You know, that's his little stress reliever. He yeah. gets the energy out. So that I don't understand. He goes to the gym five, six days a week if he can. He will He will go seven days a week if he can. <laughs> <laughs> my husband, look, my husband likes, but he has his own little space where he does stuff like that. And, you know, so I get it. But. I definitely think that that whole, like, that there's a bad, I think the only thing that it is, is time management, yeah. you know, and, and being okay with something. If, if something doesn't go, you know, that day, it's always tomorrow, you know, or there's always like later. I've, I've had to do that so many times. Okay. Crying. I cry. I am a crier. I will not lie and say I don't. I'm a crier when you know, when I might get frustrated or I just need to release, I let the tears flow. I do not hold them back. <laughs> um, you know, Sometimes sometime crying also, it's really good. Yeah, like holding, holding the tears hurts more than releasing it. It's, re- it's a release. Yeah. It's, a re- it's a weight on your shoulder. And when you cry, it's almost like you got a pound of stuff that just shed yeah. off your shoulder. Yeah. You let it out. Scream yeah. in the pillow if you have to sometime. Trust me, you'll feel better after. Just cry. Do you do yoga? Now, do I, you do you do? I do yoga and I'm well. I meditate every day and I do yoga like once in a while. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not. I don't do it every day. At least three, three times a week, I'll do yoga and some stretches in between. I do. It's so so relaxing, so peaceful. So yeah. Do you do yoga? A little, a little. When I I got started and I realized that it wasn't as simple. Oh my! <laughs> it wasn't as simple as I thought it was going to be, and it was really hurt. It was burning. I was like, "Oh my goodness, I'm really working out." <laughs> Holding um, the pose is it's yeah. hard. Yeah. Sometimes they I'm want like, you to ooh. hold that downward dog. I'm like, "Are you Are you sure?" Yeah. How that was like, ooh, do we have here? It's burned. <laughs> but it gets better. It gets yeah. better. Same yeah. thing I with like- meditation. For me, um, you know, at first, it was really hard for me to stay still. That was my problem. <laughs> it, it is. I felt like I had to twitch my shoulder. I had to scratch my hair. I had to open an eye to look around, like, what's going on? But then... <laughs> In the same way. That's so funny. <laughs> the, the more I started doing it... At first, I thought it was like one minute, really. I'm like, just, just stay still for 30 seconds. Okay, <laughs> next time, let's try for one minute. Next time, let's try for five minutes. And for a whole week, I couldn't pass a minute. You know, it's like, you know, I got to get off here. (laughs) The more you do it, you realize it gets better. Until that one day when I hit, I know what people actually mean when they say meditation. I felt Mm -hmm. my whole entire body floating in a dark space full of stars wow i'm getting chills just talking about it and i feel like i haven't had the chance to recreate that moment again because i knew that day i was really deep into my thought and i was it was just void it was nothing 
Mm. I felt so light, and I'm like, I need to have that moment again. So <laughs> I, it, it feels like a high. I, I believe it. it. <laughs> I want it. I want to feel it. I wish I can have it again. I know I will, but I feel like that day I was going through so much, and I choose to let it go. And at the same time, I incorporate prayers into my meditation time. So I was really mm-hmm. talking to God and I just felt a voice. I said, heard a voice here, let it go. And I just, I'm like, you know what? I'm letting it go. Not even 30 minutes later, I felt like, I'm floating. And I opened my eyes mm-hmm. 30 seconds later because I wanted, I was like, why did I open my eyes? <laughs> <laughs> But um, meditation is very, very, it's, it's great for me personally, because I get a lot of anxiety. It's like, I need to know that tomorrow, what's going to happen. And nowadays, <laughs> life is so uncertain. And you cannot mm-hmm. just focus on what's going to happen tomorrow. You just have to know whatever happens. I'm just going to mm-hmm. roll with the punches and make it a great day, no matter what's happening. The way 2020 been going. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> how you got to go. Learn to roll with the, you've you been pulling your hair out. You're trying to calculate what's going on from day to nope. day. One minute, the everything is okay. And the next, the whole world is locked on lockdown. Exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, for some people are saying that, oh, my God, 2020 is the worst day. I mean, the worst year. But it, the truth is, it was a great year. Mm-hmm. You know, because I feel like for so long, people were complaining about, I need more time. Mm-hmm. I, I, I wish I can stay home and, and chill and relax. I yep. wish I can get some rest. Now, you were forced to stay home and you didn't want that. You know? Right. You, you were complaining about this for so long. And now mm-hmm. you're getting it. You're complaining again. Like, you know, there are times I once I realized that I'm like, you know what? Let me let me stop complaining because I am let me take this while it lasted. And yeah. I, I I really enjoyed it. You know, that time gave me so much um time to reflect on myself, on my marriage, on my children. It gave me so much more time to prioritize my life. Because mm-hmm. I end up realizing, you know what, the little things that you have, you need to be grateful for that. Because mm-hmm. tomorrow it can be gone, but what did you do with it today? Mm-hmm. And then trying to say like, "I'm gonna do it tomorrow. I'm gonna do it tomorrow." Nah, I do what I can now because tomorrow is also is never promised. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't want to die saying that, and then thinking that I cannot cross over to the light because I d- I have some unfinished business on Earth. <laughs> so it's like every day it's it's for me it, it's like you know what can you do to make today a better day yeah every day you make every day better tomorrow that's a, that's better. what it's about that's the balance what can you do to make today better like what can you do to give today your all you know not not like what can you do to make like be perfect mm-hmm. but what can you do to make today you know count make it matter for whatever is worth, you know, and I, like I, I read something that says you didn't have a bad day. You just had a bad moment that you dragged on for the day, <laughs> you know, and I found myself this morning, like I woke up and I was just kind of like not in the mood. Mm-hmm. 
And I realized I'm not a me. I'm not a person that's like that. I wake up in the morning happy, full of energy, ready to go. But when I woke up and I had an attitude and I was upset, um, I realized that I was just really highly irritated because of some grief that I was dealing with. Right. And I just kind of went to the bathroom and I just started just kind of like trying to release the grief, right. the tension. And I realized, okay, that moment is past. I can let that go. It's now it's time to move on and focus on something else, you know? And I think I'm happy that I've gotten to that space because I used to sit and I would dwell on things for months. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I would sit and dwell on this one thing that I've missed or that happened and be like dwelling on it for like months at a time, you know? So um, I'm thankful for 2020 just being a time to reflect, like you said, and sitting and having the like having my children at home with me and my husband at home with me. Um, I don't know. It's just a lot more peaceful. People, I mean, people keep saying 2020 was so bad. And I just think this has been like the best year ever. <laughs> it is. It was really a great year for me. You know, despite, I know we had a lot of loss. All right. I'm not mocking or yeah. saying that COVID is, you know, whatever, but I'm not saying that it, it, it's the best year, but again, it was it wasn't the worst. It wasn't bad. You no, know? you only have. It just depends on how you see things. Are you a person who see things? Uh, I mean, a glass half full or a glass half empty? Right, right. It's all about your perspective, <laughs> right? Two people can mm -hmm. see the same situation two different ways. Yeah, one person can see it as a great time, and some people can be like, "Oh my God, it's the worst." Again, it's all about changing your perspective and seeing the good in everything. Yeah, there will good. be bad, but the more you focus on the bad, that's all you will see. Yeah, and, and it intensifies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God, is, God, is, God is God. He's a teacher, and he will definitely teach. Okay, you want to focus on this little bad thing here? Let me turn it up a notch. And, and now... <laughs> you can really focus on this bad thing. Now you're going to really wish that you'd have focused on the good, you know? Right. So I definitely <laughs> believe in that. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy, but you know, some people don't realize that they are bringing more hurt into their life just yeah. by focusing on the hurt already. They, yeah. um, I used to talk to a lot of elderly people and I'm like, how do you forgive something like that? You know, like church, church moms, and you know, um, my mom is a Muslim as well. Like you know, you did mention you were Muslim. She has so many uh, uh, saying, and I'm like, how can you think like this? But that was back then. Then I realized that you cannot just hold on to the hurts. Mm -hmm. Hurt people always are always hurt. If yeah. you only focus on the hurt, that's all's going to happen. But yeah. you will also miss the good in your life. So, um, oh yeah, it's it's uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's true. But that's true, though. I know that <laughs> that's true. So, um, well, tell me now that you, <clears throat> what is your your next project what are certain things you're working on for the future things that your your big vision what is your big vision for the next my five, biggest vision is to years? employ um well i want to have um pregnant women employed at our glittery cocoa warehouse factory or whatever that's where i where i'm where i would like to see this vision go 
Um, I've been trying to like figure out how to connect the dots, but right now I'm just kind of going with the flow. Um, and I'm, and I'm allowing it to just kind of like take on, like I said, a life of its own and steer me in a direction that it wants to go because I have an idea, but I think that sometimes I may put a limit on my voice because I don't want my voice to be too powerful. And it was funny because my husband has brought that to my attention. He's like, oh, don't change your voice because I have a YouTube channel. It's called Ariel Taylor. And sometimes I'll put on like this, you know, and it's like, because I don't, I, I, I didn't want people to <clears throat> hear the assertiveness in my voice or like the power and be like, oh, you know, she's a B word because I've always heard that because I say what I mean, you know, like I've always heard that, that I'm mean or, you know, oh, I thought you were a B word until I got to know you. And I'm like, I don't understand <laughs> why. <laughs> because I'm going to say exactly what I mean, you know, and I'm not going to sugarcoat and dance around anybody's feelings. So for me, I think that I'm, I hope Glittery Coco has by in 15 years has definitely taken on um, the type of influence that I, I would like for it to. Um, and then I also have another brand. It's called Tinker Totters. It's for children. Um, and it's for like single moms or moms at home who don't have a clue how to use Pinterest. Um, it's for women who would like to be able to, or even a dad, you know, like parents, grandparents, um, aunts, uncles, you know, who probably don't have a clue how to really create um, uh, maybe like a box of things for a child to play with or create with. Mm -hmm. Tinker Totters gives you that every month. Um, it's something for your child to like explore and get creative with and you don't have to put too much thought into it and it's an affordable price um awesome. there will be like a yeah a few like customized little things in it that has their name on it because i'm really big on language so like learning like sign language and um spanish and french and even um there's some arabic stuff learning languages to be able to communicate and to be able to communicate with people and their feelings is important for me when it comes to my you know children teaching them so that's what that's about that's <laughs> so oh nice. thank you I, I fluently speak french and you know, I started to teach my kid, not really teach, but um once in a while I'll talk to them in French. And my four-year-old oh. is starting to pick up small little words here and there. My son oh. is too. So he only repeats things after me, but um yeah, I try to teach them once in a while. <laughs> oh, look, I learned in I learned back in high school, like in middle school and stuff. So it's always just kind of stuck with me. Yeah. Um I'm not from out the States. <laughs> it's just, it's just kind of stuck with me. And I said, one day when I go to France, I'm going to know how to ask for a hamburger. <laughs> yes, you need to. <laughs> that's so funny. That's, oh, that's cool. I love that. So um, my daughter now, she will tell, she will yell at my son, like sit down. And he will say that in French. And he's like looking at her like, huh? <laughs> So cute. Oh wow, well, Ariel, it, this was so fun. I love talking to you. I love hearing all the amazing uh, project that you have going on. And you know, I love to. I like to keep this podcast sweet and short, or short and sweet. So, you know, people nowadays, they have, like, really short attention span. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they, they get, you know, they lose, they get themselves lost into, like, 
thing. So I like to get straight to the point. I love your story. I love everything. So there's this one question I ask everyone because this podcast is for anyone who have ideas and want to start a business. So what advice would you give that one woman who has so many ideas and then they want to turn those ideas into a business or finally make money? What would you tell that person to do or how? Okay. One, she needs to be follow me on YouTube at Ariel Taylor because I am going to be sharing some of my secrets. Right. Two, pick one thing to focus on. <laughs> okay. As much as we want to juggle, I've been having I'm telling you guys, if you knew me personally, you would know that I am the I have a hundred thousand things that I want to do. Okay. I feel so guilty. Pick one it you're you're gonna live tomorrow this is what we're gonna keep in our minds okay tomorrow is gonna come for us we are going to make it to tomorrow there's going to be another time where you know we will have the opportunity to do what we want as long as and this is from my husband my husband said this as long as you have the blueprint and you are putting it into effect it is going to happen for you because you're gonna drive yourself crazy trying to balance hundreds of different things that you have in your mind you know because you can truly only focus on one thing um and give it your all and right now i'm starting to see that that is the where the consistency will pick up you know the passion will pick up the drive will pick up and then once you've got that baby to grow then you can move on to something else but until then and, and, and that that'll determine how bad do you want it how much are you going to stay on it if you do want to you know, pull out another idea and, and go with that. But keep it here, write it down, work on it, but don't put too much of your energy into it because you can't focus on two and three and four and five. I'm telling you, <laughs> did it. <laughs> so yeah, that would be my advice to pick one thing. I love it. I love it. Um, I remember when I started my first coaching program, I mean, my first coaching business as, a, as giving advice to young married uh, women like me, because I was in that situation in a while back, I had so many, I knew that I wanted to be a business coach, but mm -hmm. then it's like, I wasn't in that space yet. But okay. then I was, what is it that I know that I can teach someone? What is it that I already know, or I've learned myself that I can grow and you know <gasps> tell somebody else? Then that's how I started giving few little advice here and there on relationship marriage especially when you're young i got married in my 20s you know early mm -hmm. 20s so it, it's hard balancing being like a young woman and then being a wife and then like yeah right after right so that's how i started but then two years down the road i'm switching that to becoming a, a business coach for anyone who have who have ideas and want to turn that into a business and this is something I've been working on for quite a while. I knew I wanted to start a podcast, you know. It's like, <laughs> trust me, I want a YouTube channel. But again, that's maybe down the road. Who knows? Yeah. But I love the fact that you say speak one thing. Mm -hmm. And as your thing grow, you will be able to grow as well. You will try different things. Consistency will come up. And that's, oh, that's, I feel like that's the hardest part. Consistency. But... <laughs> <laughs> It's very important. And I, I, I really, really love, love your advice. Thank you so much. Um, oh, please give us your YouTube channel name. Where can we uh, reach you? And if you have any 
kind of program going on, any kind of sale, any kind of thing, just, just put it out there for us. And where can we find it? Well, um, you can find me on YouTube at Ariel, A-R-I-E-A-L, and then Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R. That's the name of my channel. Um, GlitteryCoco.com. We will be having a manifest and paint party. So I'm kind of like going to be teaching people how to paint <laughs> and how to manifest the things that they want in their life. Um so we'll be doing that like together. Um, I don't celebrate Halloween, but it will be October 31st. Um, and it's just like a, a party together, you know, for us to just kind of like talk. It's very intimate. It's only between, between like 10 to 12 women, um, 10 to 12 spaces available. Um, so the, you will purchase a, a, a virtual paint party box that is on my website. And then you can kind of come and join us. We'll be on Zoom, you know, having fun. And I'm excited about it because I've always wanted to do something like this, but I think just like being able to do it virtually and connecting other women who, you know, probably couldn't make it to Ohio or whatever um, to join the party. So I'm really excited about it. <laughs> this is awesome. I love this idea. Um, I love vision board. You know, I make vision board. That's my, this will maybe my, will be my third year making a vision board for 2021. I made okay. one 2019 and I, it, it's important, you, you know, it's great because you do manifest things once you visualize it, you know, mm -hmm. things happen in your life twice, once in your mind and then so, so second time in real life, Yes, you know, so put it out, paint it out. So guys, make sure you join Ariel, Ariel Taylor <laughs> and find her on YouTube. And thank you so much, Ariel. This was so fun. And I really mm -hmm. hope to have you again soon. Yay! <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode today. And thank you for joining me. Remember that you can join me on Instagram at Coach Sophie James for more tips and tricks on how to stay balanced, organized, and how you can turn your ideas into a business. I am your host, Sophie. Stay tuned.